In the Megillah, we have certain words that are kri and ksiv. What does that mean? It is written one way, but it's read another way. One of these words is the word Hayyahudim, the Jews. It's written with two yuds, Hayyahudim, but it's read only as one yud. And this is actually done five times. And a sixth time, when you have two words together that are also a kri and ksiv, Hayyahudim asidim in the future for the Jews. So the question is, why is it written with two yuds? And why is it read as one yud? And why is it that it says asidim one way and written another way? What is a Jew? Who is a Jew? And why are we called Yehudim, Jews, when the Torah calls us B'nai Yisrael, Israelites, or B'nai Yaakov, the children of Jacob, Jacobites. Yet, here in the Megillah, over and over again, we are introduced by the word Yehudi Jew. And that word has stuck with us till this very day. Now, Rashi asks this question. He says, There was a Jew. His name was Mordechai. But why is he called Jew? Jew means he actually is from the tribe of Judah. But Mordechai was from the tribe of Benjamin. And Rashi gives his answer. It's talking about Golos Yehuda, the exile of Judah, etc., etc. But in truth, the Gemara says already that what is the meaning and definition of Yehudi? One who acknowledges God and denies idolatry, that person is called a Yehudi. It's interesting, the Altarebbe asks, in the Kutetere Tere'er, he asked the question, Yehudi means seemingly someone who acknowledges God, but why is it Yehudi? It should be Hod. And he explains that when it says Yehudi, it means one who is constantly praising God. Like the word Yaser. Yehudi means one is always praising God. Not only once, but every moment. And that is in truth the definition of every single Jew. Because we have a neshama, we have a soul. The soul is like a candle. It's flickering. And every moment, just like a candle flickers to leave the wick and connect to the source. We want to leave the body and connect with God. That is the essence and the true Jew. The body covers us over, it's opaque, we don't see, we don't know, we don't understand. But that's only external. And that's the pintlayid. The letter yud is like that, that flame, that Jewish spark that every person has. 
That's why we are called Yehudim on the holiday of Purim. Because what did Haman want us to do? Haman wanted us to bow down to him. And he had on him a getchka. He had on him an idol. And in truth, even though he had a decree to wipe out every single Jew, there was a way out. And that is if you bow down to him, you're no longer Yehudi. Only Am Mordechai, only the nation of Mordechai, who didn't want to bow down to Haman, should be killed all in one day, men, women, and children. But if you're going to bow down to him, not a problem. Tells us the Megillah that the entire year of the decree, not one Jew left the fold. Not one Jew said, you know what? I'll put on a show, I'll bow down to him to save my life. Just, you know, externally, even though deep down I don't believe in him or his gods, yet we don't find one Jew giving up Yiddishkeit, giving up godliness, giving up Judaism to bow down to Haman. And this level of self-sacrifice brought about the tremendous Yeshua, brought about the tremendous salvation. And that's what we find, interestingly, the Gemara says, Another word here that in the Megillah is written one way and read another way. It says, Kimu The Jewish people accepted upon themselves, upon themselves, Purim, what they began to do at Matan Torah, at the giving of the Torah. Now, the giving of the Torah was a thousand years before the holiday of Purim. What happened at the giving of the Torah? says the Gemara that God put the mountain over the head of the Jewish people and he said, if you keep the Torah good, if not, boom, smashed potatoes. So the Jews had no choice. Of course we're going to follow the Torah. So for 1,000 years we were under duress. We were forced into this marriage. We were forced into this relationship. And therefore we had a very good excuse. We don't want to do it. However, when it came to the holiday of Purim, voluntarily every single Jew said no. We want to live as a Jew. We want to be married to God. We will not give up our faith, even if it costs us our life. And that's the definition of a Yehudi, a Jew. Now, the Megillah tells us that even though we read Yehudim with one Yud, but in truth, there are two types of Jews. There's a Jew who has his Judaism on the outside, he reveals it to the entire world. And the letter Yud also has the gematria of ten, implying that all ten faculties, all ten attributes, are expressing his Judaism or her Judaism. And then you have those who are only perhaps on the inside a Jew. I have a good heart, I believe in God, but externally they don't follow Torah and Mitzvahs. Haman wanted to destroy both types of Jews. It didn't matter if you were following Torah mitzvahs or not following Torah mitzvahs. It didn't matter. If you're Yehudi, Haman wanted to do away with you. On the other hand, all the Yehudim, those that were externally religious and frum, and those that externally were not following and observant, all of them were united together as one on this holiday into one Yud, becoming one nation under God. So this is the reason we find the Kriya Siv. But the Megillah goes on to say that Asidim in the future, in the future, all the Jews will be totally united. In the future, they're going to be a Jew on the inside 
and a Jew on the outside. And this is also the meaning of Asidim, which, with the letter Vav, which means leaders. That each one of us needs to be a leader. A leader for our family, a leader for our community, and a light unto all the nations of the world. And by doing so, this will bring about the ultimate Geula, the ultimate redemption.